What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. I'm your host, Jay Nixon, and today we're going to talk about the eight-person cleanse. Now, I made a post on social media about a week ago, and it has got such a massive response, some good, some bad, some right down the middle, so I thought it was worthy of taking a deeper dive into and talking about it on the podcast. So the gist of the post was the eight-person cleanse, removing these people from your life now is essential to your health and happiness. And then I put a disclaimer. I said, disclaimer, this could include and probably does include some of your close family and your close friends. And then I put them, sorry, but it does. And so the evaluation and the audit of the people that you're spending time with, the people that you're allowing to occupy place and space in your mind and in your world is crucial to your success, your happiness, your abundance, and quintessentially your longevity as a, as a functioning, highly productive human being. Because the eight people that I'm about to go through with you, if you're surrounding yourself with these people, they are such a detriment to your happiness and your success that you're never going to fulfill your, pul- your full potential. You just can't possibly do it. So I'm going to start with number one the first person that you should remove from your life. And let me be clear really quick. When I say remove, I'm not condoning murder. I'm not condoning grandiose acts of, you don't need to confront this person and write them a note and say, hey, I'm no longer going to allow you into my life because you're negative or you're this or you're that. I'm simply saying, protect your energy. Move yourself out of the place and space that you're allowing them to occupy and move yourself into a different place that is more productive for who it is that you deserve to be. So just remove yourself from those situations. It could be as simple as not taking that phone call every time the phone rings, not responding back to that text message every time you get the text message, not engaging them in the negative behavior that I'm going to go through whenever they want you to do so like you've done before. It's up to you to change the dynamic of the relationship. So that's what I mean by remove these eight people from your life. And some of the people on on the social posts were like, well, yeah, but you got to give them a chance and you got to try to love them and you got to bring them on with you. And what if I love these people? And I'm not, I, I agree. I think you should try to help everybody that's a part of your life. And some of these people you are going to love. Remember, I said some of these people are your family and your close friends. You're going to love them. But just because you love them does not mean that they get the right to occupy place and space in your life in a negative capacity. See, there's a difference between love and this desire or this need for people, right? They're very, very different. And most of the time we attach love with something that we have to, it doesn't matter, right? If I love you, you can treat me any way you want. That's counterintuitive. That's really not love, is it? Like love is a beautiful thing where two people are harmoniously together, synergistically being better for and to each other. There's no negativity or drama or jealousy or those that should be encompassed inside of that love bucket. Now, we as humans, like we'll muddy it up really quick. Like we bring all those negative things into it. But if you really want to get down to the pure facts and the pure nature of what love is, it's none of those things. It's not negativity. It's not criticism. It's not jealousy. So you might need to get some clarity around what it is. And listen, I'm again, I'm not saying that you need to, to, you know, 
excommunicate these people from your lives. I'm simply saying protect your energy from these people. Do what you can to get them to shift their energy over to a better form, to a better solution, to a better way of being. But if that doesn't work, then you're going to have to remove yourself or remove them from the situation because it is only going to bring you down. We on the same page? I hope so. So here it is. Number one, those who spread negativity. Because here's the bottom line. If someone or something is out there or something, I don't even know the thing, now I'm talking about aliens. Here's, so the deal is this, and I talk about this all the time, and I remind myself of this. If someone is spreading negativity about others, if someone is willing to talk negatively about someone in front of me, eventually they'll do the same thing if they're not already doing it about me. See, negative people are only loyal to one thing, and that's to the negativity. So eventually you will find yourself in their crosshairs. So if you think that person's coming up to you and just bad-mouthing everybody else but not you, you're a crazy person because they're talking about you too. So be very careful of someone who you allow to spread and spew negativity, especially about other people, into your world because guess what? They're doing the same thing about you behind your back. Number two, those that criticize you. These jokers need to be removed immediately. You should be supporting yourself with people who support you and lift you up. Now let's hold on really quick. I'm not talking about constructive criticism. I'm not talking about somebody who's in the arena with you. So I, Brene Brown's got some really great quotes and I'm, I'm reading one of her, her books right now. And she just talks about like, she's not interested in your opinion. She's not interested in your criticism and she will not allow it to take, to, to create space and place in her life unless you are in the arena with her getting your butt kicked, getting scarred, getting bloody, getting dirty. So if someone's not there with you, if someone's not in the fight with you, they're sitting in the cheap seats and they're just heckling and they're giving their opinions and they're being criti critical of your decisions, even though they're not doing anything productive with their own lives. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the constructive criticism that you get from somebody who's in the game with you, who's trying to help you get better. I'm talking about that passive aggressive criticism that holds you back in life. The people, the people that are trying to drag you back down because they see you elevating your spirits and your energy and your enthusiasm. They see you getting better in life. And so what they'll do is they'll criticize you to try to get you back down to that level that you used to be because that's where they're comfortable. Those are the jokers I'm talking about. Number three is those people who waste your time. Time is our most valuable resource. And it's, one, it's the only thing we really can't make more of in our life. So the time vampires, the people that want to suck the time out of you have to go. It's those people that it's only about them. It's never about you. I was having a conversation. I saw somebody the other day. They came up and they just told me, dumped on me for like 20 minutes about everything. Lori and I saw him. We were at a dinner. Just dumped on me about all this. Well, I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I got this going on and this is happening over here. You're not going to believe this. What do you think about this? Never once did they ask Lori or I, how you doing? What's going on with you? How's life? How's your mom and them? Nothing, right? So that's an example of someone who really is just self-centered. So the number three should be the person, if there's somebody who's self-centered, they're going to waste your time because everything, every conversation, every interaction is strictly just going to revolve around them. And at the end of the day, like, listen, we want to help people. We want to love people. We want to do what they can. But there's got to be some reciprocity, right? 
Number four is those who are jealous. Jealousy is a poison that will kill any relationship. And the most dangerous person you can surround yourself with is someone who views your success as their failure. So you know these people. Every time you start to get ahead in life, every time you're doing good, every time you get an award or you get high-fived or you get some accolades or you get a promotion or you do something fantastic, these are the people that you can see who aren't clapping for you. Like, pay very close attention. Who claps when you win? The people who aren't clapping are the ones who are jealous. The people who aren't clapping are the ones that look at you and say, man, you're being successful and therefore I cannot be. And the only way to get me to feel better about myself is to try to drag you back down. And I'm going to do that through jealousy. I mean, jealousy is a massive poison. It will destroy any and every relationship that it's allowed to be a part of. Number five, those who play the victim role. I could beat my head against the table all day long. There's nothing more in life I can't stand than someone who has a victim mentality. Everybody's been through stuff. Everybody's going through stuff. And you get the opportunity to make a decision every single day. Will I be a victim or will I be a victor? And so you've got to surround yourself with victors and not victims. The victim mentality is so draining and so damning to every relationship that you can't win. If you've, got, if you've got victim players on your team, you won't win. You cannot win. You've got to surround yourself with victor mentalities because a victim will always find a way, always find a way. They will find a problem for every solution. They will find negativity for every amazing, abundant thing that comes into your life and their life. And eventually that negative victim behavior will get inside of your brain. And you'll start to think like a victim. And that's one of the most damning things you can do. You must have a victor mentality. Number six, those who simply don't care. And I'm going to get to this. This is a really big one. Those who simply do not care. You know who I'm talking about. It's the people who are only in the relationship for what they can get out of the relationship. They have no intention of ever giving anything back. I mentioned the word while ago, but the word reciprocity is really important to me. If you're in my life, I will. I, here's my here's my belief system on how I operate. I give, 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 and then maybe I'll get something, right? But I am definitely a giver. If you are in my life, you know this to be a fact. I will give until I can't give anymore. I just recently had to cut somebody out of my life. They, I've been probably, I'd say, friends, buddies with them for probably about the last five years. And I found where I was the one always giving. And at the end of the relationship, it came, became very apparent. Like I was the one give, 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 give. And when it, when, it kept, when it came time to get, just through attrition, when it came time to get, they weren't capable. They weren't willing. And that just let me know, listen, no hard feelings, no big deal, but it's time to go, right? And I don't regret the give, give, give but I can't keep doing it and neither can you. Relationships are about reciprocity. Relationships are about give and take. Relationships are about giving and getting. And yes, you should never give with the intention to get, but when you are in a close relationship with someone, especially in a bit, in, in a, this was a kind of a work friendship relationship was, is always a little bit dangerous. See, I can do that. I can be friends with someone that I'm working with because I understand the differentiation between business and personal relationship. I get it. Like I 100% get it. Most people don't. And most people don't know how to differentiate the two and they're not capable. So it's a very dangerous situation. 
So this this particular one for me was a was a business friend relationship, and I just kept giving and giving and giving and giving and giving, and they weren't capable, right? They weren't capable of doing the right thing. And when someone's not capable of doing the right thing, you got to let them go, no matter how much you like them. I like this dude. I really like this dude. I still like this dude, but it's not a it's not a benefit. It's not a beneficial per- relationships have to be mutually beneficial right? They're not just about giving and they're not just about getting. They have to be mutually beneficial. And when I look back on our relationship, I, I mean, the only thing this dude ever gave was it, it was something that I paid him for, right? He was never capable of giving anything outside of that. And then even at the end, he didn't deliver what he was supposed to deliver even when I paid him. So that just means he's got to go. You know what I mean? It's no hard feelings, but he got to go. Number seven, those who are self-centered. These people believe the world revolves around them. They are incapable of having any type of relationship with anyone else other than themselves. And I'll be quite honest with you, that relationship they have with themselves is even dysfunctional. So take a glimpse at the people you're surrounding yourself with. Are you surrounding yourself with people that are so self-centered and so self-absorbed that they're incapable of having a true relationship with anyone other than themselves? If this is the case, guys, you gotta you gotta move away from these people because there's just no benefit. It's gonna be a cost at every turn for you, and there's gonna be no benefit to the relationship. And when I talk about benefit, I'm talking about just love and respect and understanding and, and the reciprocity that I mentioned earlier. Gotta let them go. Number eight, those who continually disappoint you. Now, I'm not talking about someone who just lets you down, someone who made a mistake, someone who's, you know, didn't show up like they were supposed to. I'm someone who habitually disappoints you. So see, here's the deal. I have very high standards for myself, and I have very high standards for those that I have in my life, have in my core circle of success. And if those people that I'm allowing to be in my life, that I'm that I'm teaching how to treat me, keep disappointing me, then I'm doing something wrong and I've got to evaluate what am I doing that allows this person to believe that it's okay to continually disappoint me. Once I evaluate that and once I become aware of that, if my changed behavior doesn't change their behavior where they no longer are disappointing me continually, then it's time for us to part ways. And listen, all of these eight people that I mentioned, all of these eight, you're going to be doing them just as much of a favor as they're doing you by separating from them. See, energy, guys, is very contagious. You cannot function. You cannot coexist. You cannot be in a harmonious relationship with someone whose energy is vastly different than yours. There's always going to be a gap in the middle. And in that gap is going to be you trying to pull them up and them trying to pull you down. And if both of you are equally tugging in the opposite directions, that just creates tension and friction. And a little bit of tension and friction is good if that person is willing to grow and go with you. But if their sole purpose is to drag you back down to where you used to be, then that's not going to be what you want. And listen, I'm talking to you guys that want to keep going and growing. I'm talking to you guys that have a success success mentality. I'm talking to you guys that have a growth mindset, that you want more out of life. You want to make more money. You want to have better relationships. You want to have superior health and fitness. You want to have beautiful spirituality. You want life to be abundant. That's who I'm talking to. If you're not one of those people, listen, don't listen to a word I said tonight. 
But if you're somebody who wants more, desires more, and listen, you all deserve more, but you got to believe that, then do an evaluation. I wrote about this in my first book, my over the overweight mind. I did a whole chapter called the circle of success. And I gave you a work, a work activity at the end of the chapter to evaluate the people in your life. It's, it's a simple, it's a simple formula. Evaluate the people, put their names down, put a plus or a minus. A plus is they bring value to my life and <clears throat> excuse me, they bring value to my life and they make my life better by moving me closer to the person that I deserve and I know I want to be. A negative is someone who drags you down, is an anchor. And listen, I'm not saying cut the anchor immediately. Give the anchor an opportunity. Have a conversation with the anchor and say, listen, like this is where I see our relationship going. This is where I'd love for it to go. So are you on board with me? Do you want to go and grow with me? Do you want to stop the criticism of other people? Do you want to stop talking negatively about other people? And simply do it, guys. You can change the conversation. If someone calls you habitually and you guys are always talking about drama or negativity or the news or the world's coming to an end or bad things, simply try to shift that conversation. Maybe they'll maybe it's simple. Maybe they'll shift with you and say, you know what? It is better when we talk about positive, abundant things than when we talk about the negativity, than we talk about Becky's shoes at the at the at the party the other night. Like, see, negativity and drama, talking crap about people is never beneficial. So just change the conversation, right? If someone, if you have someone in your life who's jealous, have a conversation with them before you cut them if you want to. Ask them why. Say, listen, this is what I see you doing. When I win, I don't see you clapping. And when you win, I'm your biggest cheerleader. Have that conversation. If you have a relationship with somebody who you feel like I was talking about, it's nothing but give, 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 and there's never a get, just have the conversation. Like I tried to have the conversation with the dude who's no longer in my circle, but he wasn't willing. He wasn't open enough to, to see the problem. And so that's okay. Like it doesn't need to be a fight. The breakup was easy. Wasn't a big deal at all. Doesn't have to, nobody got a note written to him. Nobody got a dirty letter. Nobody got anything. It was just a, a move. It was a shift of energy. My energy and his energy no longer vibe on the same plane. And so therefore we no longer connect and that's okay. Not everybody is meant to be in your life forever. Some people come in for a reason, some in a season. That's it. The reason and the season for me and this dude are over. He's going to go on living a beautiful life and so am I. We're just going to do it with different people that are vibing at that same level. You get what I'm saying? And so it doesn't have to be dramatic. It doesn't have to be grandiose. Just be open, honest, have some communication. If the person's willing, maybe there's an opportunity here for everybody to grow together. Maybe there's an opportunity for you to get better. Maybe they're going to look at you and say, hey, listen, some of you guys listening, you might fall into one of these eight categories. You might need to work on yourself. You might need to say, you know what? I do kind of get jealous sometimes whenever so-and-so wins. I got to fix that. That's okay. It's okay if you do that right now. Just become aware of it. Just get some self-awareness. Start to work on it. If, you find, if you're the one of those people who's criticizing other people, that's fixable. Just stop doing it. Start evaluating your vocabulary and your behavior. Like, what am I doing? Why am I talking about that person? Like, I don't know what's going on in their life. Like, why am I wasting my time bad-mouthing that person? If you're the person who constantly calls other people to talk about negativity and drama, just stop doing it. 
Pick the phone up tomorrow. Call somebody and say, man, I hope you're having an unbelievably amazing day. My day is going beautiful. Let me tell you about this awesome thing that happened to me. And watch the dynamic shift. It may not happen the first time. The other person might be like, are you drunk? Are you okay? But if you continue to do that, you're going to find out very quickly who's on board with growth, who's on board with you guys changing your behaviors. And that's really how we make everything better for everybody. It's how we make the world a better place. It's just by enhancing the level of conversations we're having, enhancing the level of behavior that we're exhibiting, enhancing the level of our thoughts that we're thinking, that we're putting out into the world. If we'll just, if we'll just do a better job of that, we'll just do a better job of being our best human, then the people around us will have no other choice but to elevate their level of, of being awesome. And if we're all on that elevated level, if we're all trying to be our best and we're none of us are allowing those that are close to us to drag us down or drag themselves down, then it's a win-win, man. You can't lose. So don't take this eight-person cleanse because I'm not talking about cleanse as, I know I said we got to remove them, okay? So let's talk, let, let me reframe that just here at the end. Let's remove the behavior before we, before we remove the person. Let's give them the opportunity or give you the opportunity to change your behavior if you're one of these people who are exhibiting one of these eight behaviors because it's all changeable. Listen, I've been jealous before and I've had to check myself. I've been critical of people before and had to check myself. I've done every one throughout my life. I'm 44 years old. I've done, I've done all of these eight things. I've disappointed people. There's been times when I've probably been self-centered. You know what I mean? There's been times when I've taken more than I've given. And that's probably why I give, 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 give now because I see the value in that. Whereas maybe before I didn't. So know that it's changeable for you and for the people that you're around. But it's going to take some effort. It's going to take some conversation. It's going to take some beautiful communication. So I hope this has been enlightening. I hope you got something out of this. I hope this brought some value to you um, for your personal life. And for those that you're going to go out and talk to and, and evaluate, you know, if I was going to say evaluate, like you're, it's a clinical setting, but those are going to evaluate the relationships that you're in. Not because you want to get rid of these people, but because you want your relationships to get better. Like, see, everything in life, you're either moving forward or you're moving backwards. And that includes relationships. Relationships are either getting better or they're getting worse. Relationships usually don't just, they, I mean, energy is impossible to just stand still. And that's really all a relationship is, is it's, it's the transfer of energy. And if that energy is not moving you forward to a better place into a stronger, more connected relationship, then it's moving you backwards. And all of these eight things that I mentioned are things that are moving your relationship backwards. So really, we're just talking about forward movement and progress here. So just change the way you're thinking about it. Evaluate what you're doing first, and then evaluate what you're allowing other people to do inside of your energy sphere, and then change it. It's that simple. Cool? All right, guys. Hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. I appreciate you listening. If you love this episode, like I always say, send it to a friend, send it to a family member. Let's help spread the word about the Thrive Forever Fit Show. I'm grateful for you. I'm thankful for you. I love you. And I will talk to you very soon. All right. Have an amazing day. 